Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Sound Heart Radio. Uh, tonight's discussion uh, has is taken from the last book of the New Testament canon, and that is uh, the Apocalypsis, or the Revelation. And so the Revelation specifically means the unveiling, or it means to take the cover off. And so... Uh, it is the removal, uh, it is the, or the uncovering or the unveiling of the glory of Christ and of events that are to come. Uh, please see First Thessalonians 2.19. Now, Revelation was written by the Apostle John when he was in exile uh, on the Isle of Patmos in the GNC for his faith. And he says as much in... And, and Revelation chapter 1, uh, verse 9. Uh, so John wrote, quote, I, John, who am also your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was in the isle that is called Patmos, for the word of God. Literally, the prefix there is not for, but in the Greek, it's the word dia, D-I-A, and uh, here it means through. So through the word of God and through the testimony of Jesus Christ. John was a thorn uh, in the side of the Roman government. And so uh, he was exiled, exiled uh, for his faith. So, uh, so John provides uh, this testimony. Uh, his testimony for us uh, as a believer in Revelation chapter 1, verse 9. So uh, he, is, uh, he is John the Elder. He is a very godly man. He is filled with the Spirit. He has walked by the Spirit. And so, uh, and because of his walk with God, God uses him in this very powerful manner. So, uh, John uh, pans for us the last book, once again, of the New Testament canon. There are various tenses in the Greek uh, that uh, bespeaks uh, or point to a closed canon. And I want to emphasize that because uh, there are those who talk about uh, the hidden books of the Bible or the companion books that should be read along with the Bible, or books that provide further insight into the New Testament canon. Well, let me say that if one had a, 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 a real knowledge of Hebrew and a real knowledge of Greek and some knowledge of Aramaic, 
which would you you would need for the study of uh, of the book of Daniel. Uh, you would need both Hebrew and Aramaic, and also what you would need uh, a knowledge of uh, Koine Greek, and the classical Greek uh, would do one role also. So one would be able to read uh, what the Word of God has to say uh, about uh, about the Word of God, and you would learn uh, about uh, just the, the the specific writings that have to do um, with uh, the how we receive the New Testament canon, how we receive the Old Testament canon, and so uh, there are specific scholars who are trained, who are highly trained uh, in this type of research. So, but I'll speak more on this at another time. I want to go more uh, into uh, why John has written this this very important book for us. So, this book was written at a time of uh, was written to the churches in Asia Minor, uh, and these churches were undergoing uh, uh, terrific uh, persecution and, and difficulty, and so. Two of the most important uh, such periods were during uh, the reign of Nero in AD 37 to 68 and Domitian, uh, AD 81 to 96. Now, if you were to pick up a book on church history, you would know, uh, you would learn uh, that Nero uh, used or during his party, <clears throat> uh, he would tie the Christians to poles, douse them with pitch, and and light them and ignite them or or, or burn them in order, in order to light his parties. This he was a very virulent personality, and uh, you would also read about what he did to his mother and and other women, and finally what the Praetorian Guard did, uh, did to him. So. Uh, and this man hated uh, Christianity, uh, hated believers, and also Domitian. Now, there were other persecutions, but these were were some of the most severe. Now, this book, uh, I'm not going to discuss the, the different views about uh, what Revelation points to. Let us say uh, succinctly that Revelation uh, teaches about end time events, end time events. That is, events that will occur at the end of the uh, so-called church age. Uh, old scholars, old Bible scholars call this particular age in which you and I live the church age. And it is to end uh, in uh, apostasy. And so the word apostasy, as used in the New Testament, means to stand off or, or away from. And so uh, professing, not confessing, but professing believers at the end of the church age uh, will maintain the form, or as Paul wrote, having a form, morphe, having an outer form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. So there, there will be the form 
the form, the outward form, the, uh, a visible form of of godliness or or having a relationship with Jesus Christ. But the inward dynamic, the inward reality uh, of a life that is has been uh, a sinner that has been washed in the blood of the Lamb is gone. It is non-evident. A life that is filled with the Spirit, that is walking by uh, by the Spirit, is not evident because uh, these classic doctrines are no longer taught, and so they're they're no longer believed. But uh, a fair showing in the flesh, the lifting of ha- of, of hands or of music uh, that has little uh, doctrinal content, yeah, uh, these, these these things pa- uh, pass for worship. And also, uh, very blasphemous homilies uh, that I've heard of late. And uh, people giving, uh, shouting out their approval of these blasphemous uh, sermons. And uh, the Bible tells us that uh, we will give an account uh, at the Bema, that is believers, at the judgment seat of Christ. Now, if you are not a believer, when you die, you will go uh, to Hades, the world of shades, and thereafter you will be resurrected, according to the book of Revelation, and you will stand before the great white throne judgment where you will receive your sentence. Now, you will receive a resurrection body and it is a body designed for suffering that will last all eternity. This is the teaching of the Word of God. This is not my teaching. So the unsaved will have a resurrection body. It is a body that will be specifically designed for exquisite suffering because of the sin, the unrepentant sin, the sin that was not washed in the blood of the Lamb. And Jesus will say to such uh, virulent personalities, I never knew you. I never knew you. So now in, uh, we'll be, I'm going to uh, go past the, the messages to the uh, seven churches of Asia Minor, and I'm going to go to Revelation chapter 5. So in Revelation chapter 5, beginning at verse 1, we have these words, folks. And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the backside, sealed with seven seals. And seven is the number of completeness. And so sealed uh, is a, what we call a perfect passive par- participle. And I saw a strong angel uh, proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? That is, and no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, uh, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. Notice these words. And I wept much, because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. And one of the elders said to me, Weep not, behold, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, has prevailed, that is, to overcome, to open the book, 
and to loose the seven seals thereof. And and I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders, stood the lamb, not a lamb, stood the lamb as it had been slain. So he is the Arnion. He is the lamb as it had been slain. Again, we have another perfect passive participle. Having seven horns, the horns denote power, the completeness of power, and seven eyes. The seven eyes denote the completeness of perception or omniscience, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. So the seals represent the comprehensive program of God culminating in the second coming of Christ. And he, that is Jesus, that is the Lamb, came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne, which is God the Father. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, fell down before the Lamb in worship, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors which are the prayers of the saints, and he sung a new song. Thou art worthy to take the book and to look and to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. We have a wonderful history. We have a wonderful future uh, through Jesus Christ. Now notice Verse uh, ten, and has made unto us, uh, and and has made us unto our God, kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Where shall we reign? We shall reign on the earth. Our home will be the new Jerusalem. It is a wonderful city, and so. Uh, the lamb in chapter 6, verse 1, the lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts saying, come and see. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is the one who starts, who controls, and ends the tribulation period. All hail the power of Jesus' name. He is our wonderful Savior. Good evening, and God bless you.